Greetings and shalom, mishpacha. Thank you so much for tuning in, family, to another episode of Covered in Spirit and Truth with your sister, Aja Bat Yalisha. So, family, what we have right now, what you're listening to is actually an oldie but goodie. Uh, There are portions of this segment that was a part of my very first season when it was just, I have something to say. And then as the most high uh, kind of just took it, okay, he hijacked it, hallelujah, and I'm glad he did. Then it became, I have something to say in spirit and truth. And now we are Malaka Batya to the remnant. And so like I said, um, even if I didn't say, I'm saying it now, I'm not sure if I said it already, but this is an oldie but goodie family. And I just wanted to bring it back up because it seems to be a very relevant topic. Okay. And let me just say, people are worried about the wrong thing right now. So I am going to share this segment, but family, Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of Yahweh and his righteousness, and then all things will be added unto you. Are you seeking Yahuwah? In your first wife marriage, in your marriage to your first wife is what I'm saying. Are you seeking Yahuwah, his laws, his statutes, and his commandments with your first wife? Before you go on and talk about, yeah, in the Bible, we could have two or three. But anyway, go ahead, family. Just listen to the segment. I hope you're blessed. Tired of him cheating? Mm-hmm. Tired of hearing that good old saying... A man will be a man. And this referencing him needing multiple women. What do you guys think about polygamy? Hmm. Could polygamy be the solution to stop chronic cheating? I mean, come on, think about it. What is cheating? Your guy going behind your back, having intercourse with other women. Without you knowing, it's betrayal. It's hurtful, right? I mean, I've been there. But now what if it was lawful within your marriage for him to have multiple women? These women won't be the other chick, you know, she won't be side chick mistress. Nope, she'd be sis. Hmm, food for thought, polygamy, yay or nay. Right here with your girl. Aja Batia Alicia, aka Miss Waters, here on Anchor FM. Stay tuned. This is going to get juicy. Well, all right now. So we back at it again. We done worked it out. We were having some technical difficulties. Once again, this is y'all girl, Aja Batia. Some of y'all know me as Waters. Whatever. Let's get into it. So anyway, I got my homegirl on the line. Sissy, you there? All right, hold on. Let me turn you up. Let me turn you up because she definitely has something to say. All right, now, so welcome to my broadcast. I have something to say, as y'all already know, I always do. So we staying with it. This topic, um, the topic of polygamy, 
yes or no is Sharon Karen. So basically, I'm going to let my sister reiterate the question that she had asked me. I'm not sure if you guys were able to hear um, the first time we tried to do this. So again, sis, could you tolerate polygamy? And what is polygamy to you? What, what do you think it is? Um, it's a family. It's a unity. Okay, so wait, let me just, let me just, just stop you right there real quick. Okay, so, but just from what you heard, do you think that you might be more satisfied if you just like X guy out of the picture completely and just dealt with woman? Or as you said, you're bisexual, you need a man to be a part of the relationship? Um, I definitely need a man to be in a relationship. I honestly have to say that I like playing with women. I don't want a relationship with the woman. So basically the thing... So would you say like the thing with women was just like a lustful thing, like a lustful fleshly desire? And like your heart's desire is to have like, you know, a family? Um, I definitely can say it's a lustful thing, but it could be a lustful thing and I guess it could be a family thing too if I allow myself to go to that next level. I've never tried it. It's always been a lust thing for me. And I guess because the world has so much stigma on it, you know, me growing up in the era that I grown up in, my kid. I'm sorry, I kind of lost you right there. So you said growing up in the era that you grew up in? Oh, man. We lost her. Let's see if she comes back. Um, So this is a really interesting topic. It's kind of taken... Um, a little turn to a different direction, a topic I definitely, um, I have to be careful with how I address the, the issues concerning, um, same sex relationships. So when my sister comes back on the line, I'm going to kind of clear it up that I'm basically, I, I want to hear about, you know, her views on just a, a heterosexual couple in a relationship and they invite another person in and both of these women are subservient to the husband. So I don't know where um, sis went. So we're going to just pause this. So my sister is back. We are back. Um, so basically what she was saying was the era that she grew up in. And continue, sis. Um, I first wouldn't date my kids in that. I guess more of a less for me it what other people would think about it because, you know, kids can be so harmful to other kids. That, okay. Um, but then me as being an adult, you can say what you want to say about me. My skin is very, very soft. Right. So, okay. So, basically, we're going to just 
kind of lean more towards the heterosexual setting, the man, the woman, the family dynamics, and the two of them agreeing on him having another wife in the relationship, but the two women not being homosexual together, but the two of them just both being subservient to this one man. Do you think that that would eliminate the man's cheating because now he has more of a variety in the house? Also, do you think that it might help things along in the household? Because a man and children are a big responsibility. And the way I see it, maybe the two women can split the responsibility. So I don't know. What do you think about that? Definitely would help the dynamic. Is what it's Wow, this must be a really hot topic, yo. Where did she go? We lost her again. All right. And let's see. Let me see if I can figure this out. Let's see if maybe we can do a word from our sponsor. Okay, so we're back again. And um, so we're going to continue. So, sis, like we were saying, so do you think, like I said, two women, one man, one household, and the women are pretty much like supporting each other and being subservient to their husband? definitely a good support team. Mm-hmm. Three incomes coming in beats one. Um, it also is more also in a support team as far as this young lady, what she brings to the table. Mm-hmm. But she can offer my kid. Not saying it has to be financially but spiritually, emotionally, and other departments, how can she fit into our circle? You know, again, everything has a... You have to be upfront on exactly what you want in relationship and how it's going to benefit everybody because it's just not one. It's a team now. Right. So and let me ask you this. I'm sorry, go ahead, finish. What were you saying? If my teammate doesn't play well, then it's the mesh is going to be thrown off completely. And at the end of the day, when you get in a situation like this and it's kids involved in it, mm-hmm. you definitely have to be in a different mind state. Because right. if anything, it's about these kids. Like. <clears throat> exactly, right. Um, y- Y'all hear me coughing, right? It is not Corona. It's allergy season. Um, so no, definitely, definitely. That's the fact, sis. So I wanna move towards the topic of um the whole sexual part of the relationship because again, as I stated, um there wouldn't be like any threesomes, there wouldn't be like anything, no group sex. So it would be like when he's with you, he's with you, when he's with her, he's with her. So let's just say it's, you being the alpha. Like a Wait, no, let me just finish. Wait, sis, sis, let me just finish my complete question. So now, um, there's going to be different nights in a week. Say tonight it's your night and tomorrow it's her night. Separate rooms because, again, um, they do have those type of relationships where everybody's slamming together. But I'm speaking about something completely, completely different. So as the two women never even see each other naked type of thing. So would you be able to stomach, this is his night with her, and you can actually hear them in another room? Could you tolerate that? Good question. Mm. <laughs> um, Take your time. 
okay, wait. Let, let me let me ask this. Okay. If I per se was in one of these relationships, right? Right. I'm gonna be so honest with you. I would prefer it where my husband has his place, I have my place, and she has her place. But we all have a uh, understanding. I am an individual that likes my space. And okay. getting into a relationship, you sacrifice a lot when it comes to your space. And I think it will work out better that way for me than for me to be in one household. Okay. Because, again, I am who I am. Gotcha. And a lot of my, <clears throat> a lot of my bad habits or things that... I portrayed in my life that is comfortable for me might not be comfortable for you. Okay, so that's what, and this is what brings me to the next thing I wanted to address because you were saying like, you know, you're the alpha woman. So what does that look like in one of these types of relationships? So again, I just want to remind everybody, we're speaking about a heterosexual polygamous relationship where the two women are not, you know, focused on each other. So how that will work in my opinion or from my standpoint, because I've never actually been in one myself, um, the head wife would do the picking of the female. And why is this? Not because she lords over her husband, because I do believe that a worthy husband deserves a very subservient, submissive, loving wife. So anyway, I say that she would have to do the picking because this female that you're going to be sharing your husband, your life, your children with, you know, you want to make sure you guys are almost like best freaking friends because y'all don't want to have the power struggle. Right. So like you don't want to have the power struggle of, you know, having to beat your chest all the time. I am woman can be raw. So for that reason, you guys will have to like really be like a sisterhood. You know what I mean? So now as far as like having having your own space, are you comfortable with living just your husband, you and your husband in one space? It's like that now for me, sis. I am missing nothing. Right. See, so, OK, so now I'm going to put this on. OK, how I would look at a situation like this. Um, I think it could definitely work for me, but not in an apartment. I don't want to hear husband with wife number two, three, or four. Um, if he's wealthy enough, he can look, if he's healthy enough, he can have up to seven wives in the faith that I am in. I'm not sharing that right now because this is not um, a spiritual topic. But if he can afford it, he could be a bunch of us. But I don't think I could do that in one house. I think like it, it could be like a, a kind of a compound film. Yeah. Exactly. Where they on the West Wing. And... Right. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. So that this was definitely a good topic to hit on because I'm sure a lot of people um have their own views on it. So I have another question though. Do you think that it would eliminate the secret cheating, the stab you in your back cheating, the honey, I'm just going to the store and he at home girl house kind of thing. Do you think a polygamous marriage would eliminate those types of things? Yes. How and how and so? So first, how no? Let's just bottom line. How no? How you think it wouldn't stop him from cheating? He could have five wives at one house. Why would he still cheat? True, Like, but give some reasons because I I have something to add to that too. I think a cheater is a cheater. I think he could have fifteen banging bad wives, all different shapes, sir, curves and sizes, and he'll still cheat. 
because a disloyal man is a disloyal man no matter what I think I think so I, I agree with you to a certain extent mm-hmm. um, for the past couple of weeks I've been hearing this um, on TV certain women bring out certain things in men and that is so true I can definitely say that how you carry yourself in that dynamic of that bond that you and this man have, one way or the other, you have to submit. And I'm being so honest. Like, I don't want a soft nigga, first of all. I want a nigga that can say, yo, you bugging. Chill out. Chill out. Sit, sit that ass down for a minute and really think about what you're saying. But I also want him to be respectable about it. Right, so this, so now we have a respect, we have a respectable man, right, and everything like that. So do you think that this respectable man won't go outside and still get a different vagina after he's had you, you ladies? I don't know how to guess, honest, because I feel like if you trust your man to know exactly where you play, what your position is, if you so secure about it, then no, listen, no. If the nigga's going out and he's cheating, and it's with some bitch that I wouldn't even... She's not a part of the clique, she ain't, right, right. And he's still coming home taking care of her family, do what you gotta do. See for the see, and that's what I'm. That's the part that I'm uncomfortable with. That's why I would be more comfortable with the whole sister wives settings, because um I know her. You know, I know what he's laying with. I know I don't have to use contraception. You know, protection with him. I don't want him outside of the group though. And I think that there are some men that no matter what they have at home, they'll still go dip. Now on the flip side of that. A real man that's attentive to his family, he's not going to have the energy to go outside of the wives and the children. It takes a worthy man, in my opinion, to really be able to handle this type of thing. He has to deal with that woman's emotions. You know, he has to care for every facet of these women. And if he's doing that properly, I don't think he, he should want anything outside. He's going to be tired. <laughs> Huh? I said if he's doing his job the way an honorable husband is supposed to do his job, I don't think he's going to have time or energy for anything outside of the home. I think that if one of the women, they're disagreeing and she's kind of stressful, that's the other sister's job to, you know, give that massage or be that ear or even sometimes mediate the situation. I think if he deals properly with his household, there should be no need to go outside for an honorable man. But let's be, you know, let's be real or niggas ain't honorable. Too bound when it comes to men, so I don't really know how to, you know. I know pumpkin. <laughs> they got us all squashed out, pumpkin. These men, these men, I tell you. <laughs> no, but this was definitely a good um first uh, broadcast to do with you, sis. I really I enjoy talking with you, yo. And this is real talk. So anyway, when you guys hear this, please definitely chime in 
We want to hear your views on do you think uh, polygamy will reduce cheating and divorce? Do you think um, that, you know, it, it'll be better? Or do you think, no, hell no, this won't go. Me and my man, that's just this, that's that. Share with us. We want to hear from you. Later. Before you, before you hang up, I have a question that I would like somebody to ask. Oh, let's go. With, with, the P word, the P word. <laughs> the P word, the P word. <laughs> if it was two men and you're the only wife in the house and there's no homosexual. Oh, see, so that right there, I'm just. the same thing? I, I, the reason why I couldn't. Oh, that just put a. Okay, so. I'm just going to answer this with this. My name is Aja Batia Leisha, right? So my middle name means Batia, God's daughter. So I personally would not be in a relationship where I'm giving myself to two men. That is against everything I believe in. But on the flip side, one woman and multiple wives has been a part of my people's um, lifestyles since we began. So nah, it's, it's a totally different thing. That wouldn't even be a polygamous relationship. Polygamy is strictly one husband, multiple wives and children. Um, yeah, so that that right there, that's just a threesome relationship. <laughs> you so stupid. Now let me tell you about my flesh though. My flesh, right? My flesh would be like chill but my spirit man knows better so i'm not even going <laughs> okay seriously though reining it back in with self-control okay and sound thinking family we're going to go into part two of this segment with the mishpacha So I am trying something out for the first time. Um, I have uh, just an amazing uh, team formulating. Okay, we are all spread out um, pretty much to almost the four corners. We got a brother in Africa. Okay, we have, um, we just have people all over the South. Me, myself, I'm here in New York City. Okay, um, so they uh the the group the team had chimed in on one of uh my previous episodes right and it was the one that I had did on the topic of polygamy and um I was supposed to add it to the to the podcast a while back but it's just been so much going on and um you know it kind of got away from me Okay, but the most high brought it back to my remembrance last night, you guys. So, um, we are going to hear the conversation and it was really just so cool the way it was able to kind of just like flow back and forth because everybody was just literally using messenger. Okay. Um, so yeah, anyway, let's find it. I'm scrolling and scrolling. <laughs> I love this group. So real talk, like, so I, I think I'm like the OG of the group, old girl. 
you know, I'm 42, and, and some of these amazing people are like 28, and, you know, early 30s, and I just love them, I love them so much, because, um, they encourage me as, as to see how knowledgeable they are in the scripture, to see how much zeal they have for the most high and just serving him seriously in spirit and in truth. Um, you know, guys, for a long time, all we had was, you know, the nation of Islam. We had Christianity, you know, we had the five percenters and the God bodies and all that. This truth um, was not available to us for a time. Okay, so I'm just loving um, the people that that are waking up to this truth and they're hearing it, they're receiving it, and um, it is already confirmed in their spirit, man, that it is the truth because they were destined. Okay, like you know, have you ever tried to like preach or, or speak to someone or minister to someone and they just didn't get it, it didn't reach them at all? This is because, like the Bible says, you know, spiritual things are foolishness to a carnally minded person because the spirit is not in them okay this is why you can try the spirit by the spirit the spirit knows the spirit so if this person has the spirit within them then when they hear what uh is being spoken to them there's activation faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of yahuwah right so um anyway with that being said i just i love them i'm learning so much from them Okay, and we all have been uh, in this truth for different amounts of times. Okay, and and one thing I want to make clear: Yahuwah is not a respecter of persons. Okay, you seek Him, you shall find Him. You can be someone who came into the truth six years ago, ten years ago, or two months ago, and that person that came into this faith two months ago can teach the people that have been in it, you know, for many many years. Um, the kingdom of heaven is like this. The first shall be last and the last shall be first, right? Okay. So it seems like, you know, those of us that are just coming into this truth, we may be learning more faster. Uh, we may be a little more hungry. I don't know what it is, but for some reason, it's like the new babes are like, yo, they, they busting out, eating meat straight from the gate. Like, whoa, hallelujah. So anyway, here we go, guys. And um, the first couple up we have here is Asaya and Jen. And then we have Zakariyahu uh, and Zakia. Okay. So anyway, let me shut up and let them do the talking. Can it be the cure to chronic cheating? Well, chronic cheating is the habit of sleeping with multiple women all the time. Problem is with polygamy, there's no set amount of women you can quote unquote marry, i.e. sleep with. So is it the cure? No, it's just a different title for it, quite frankly. Exactly. Uh, and that was his wife. Exactly. I love it. You guys, this dialogue is about to be on fire. But right now, I'm going to just stop and see how it uh, how it was recorded. BRB, aka Burb. Okay, well, I am impressed. That actually uh, sounded really, really great. So we are going to continue 
with um, the next with the next person sharing their opinion. And here we go. No, it definitely can't. Um, it didn't help King Solomon, and it's it's very different in the sense of nature. You no, know, polygamy is supposed to be a family building type situation. You no, know. granted, it does come with sex, but sex was never the overall key agenda of it. And then there's just some men who take advantage and does use it of sex, so they're just operating outside of the um, will of outside of righteousness, pretty much. So no, it's not a cure for chronic cheating. It's just, you know, it's just rigid and sin. It's lust. Polygamy doesn't cure lust. Okay, sis, so here's my take on it. Um, can polygamy be the cure to chron- uh, chronic cheating? I, I mean, it's another way to talk about chronic cheating because, you know, the only difference with polygamy is you call them your wife because technically in this day and age, you can't have more than one wife legally. So only one of them are actually going to be on, on documentation. Only one of them is going to be able to help you in the hospital when you get sick. Only one of them going to be able to make, you know, uh, marriage decisions, be on the taxes. Like, you can only have one. Right. And they got all of these laws in the United States from the scriptures. So that's why you can't steal. That's why you can't kill. That's why in Virginia, adultery is punishable by jail time and fines. They got all of these laws from the scriptures. I also wanted to make another point about polygamy. There's a pattern with brothers, um, even our kings and forefathers, honorable men who uh, multiply wives unto themselves. They tend to have this spirit about them of, and, and it's not rooted in nation building. Um, you know, Abraham, the father of nations, didn't really want Hagar. You know what I'm saying? But for example, our King David, in First Chronicles 14 and 3, it says that he uh, took more wives at Jerusalem and begat more sons and daughters. Um, he got more wives and concubines and stuff. First uh, Kings 1 uh, verses 1 through 4, it talks about how when he was old and sick, his servants knew what type of man he was. And they went and found a virgin, a beautiful woman, to try to make him feel better. You know what I'm saying? What does that sound? They, they know how to brother rule. And he was a polygamist, so it's not a cure for chronic sh- with nowadays like it's it's definitely not appropriate for today's day and age because we're people who left righteousness in our heritage and um we're battling all types of spirits it's a hyper sexualized nation that we're in everything is sexualized so it's extremely hard i would even say impossible for a brother to not to be battling with lust and still want to be um in a polygamous relationship, especially with how hard it is just managing and dealing with one sister, you know, one sister can have 20 babies. So 
20, 30 plus babies. You know, that's that's how our grandparents were, you know. So brothers hide behind nation building, brothers hide behind uh, the brothers who actually kind of fell off dealing with multiple women instead of trying to be like Christ, you know. Hallelujah. That right there was our brother Asaya. So, so far you guys have heard from all four of uh, the team members. Okay. And so now this is just getting juicy guys. It is not over yet. Okay. This is what I know. This is Zekaya. Hello, sisters and brothers of Yah. Um, this brought up a scripture I had um, that come to mind when it comes to polygamy and lust, more so lust. And it's 1 John chapter 1, 15 through 17. Do not love the world nor that which is in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Because all that is in the world the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the lust of, and the pride of life is not of the Father. Is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passes away, and the lust of it, but the one doing the desire of Elohim remains forever. Polygamy is a part of our culture. And I mean, while it's while it's okay to have one wife, to be monogamous, and there's a whole there's a whole order to it, especially if you're a messenger of the Most High. But to repopulate the world is a beautiful thing. Righteously, a man of the Most High will not be filled with lust. That's not even a part of being having the fruits of the Spirit to begin with. A man, uh, I do believe a, a Hebrew man can perfectly you know, be in love with all of his wives and not be filled with lust, but with righteous love to repopulate the nations. So no, you gotta separate lust from separate lust from our culture. Because that's not even a part of who we who who our Judah man is and who our tribal men are. They didn't operate they weren't supposed to operate that. That's operating outside of the Torah. I wanted to bring a point um, what the sister Zakaya said. Um, she said there lust wasn't our culture and lust isn't something that um, our ancestors did, but it actually was. I mean, you got to look at um, King David. He was lusting after Bathsheba, watching her naked, um, you know, and, and that resulted in lying and murder. Um, you have to look at Judah. He slept with a so-called prostitute, didn't even know it was his daughter-in-law. Um, you look at Solomon. You can read Song of Solomon and see how he was lusting. Um, he definitely had over 700 wives, 300 concubines plus. I mean, if that, don't, if that ain't lust, I don't know what is.
definitely have to agree with you, Jen, on that one. Um, I said that at the beginning, honestly, when I first, when my husband first, you know, discussed polygamy with me, um, that was the first thing that kind of came to mind, like, how could anyone operate righteously in, in Babylonian, and we're not even in our own kingdom, you know, all, so many people are, um, prison to their carnal selves, and they don't know how to separate that. They don't know how to kill their carnal selves so that they can operate in the spirit, so that they can operate on a frequency that is righteous in the most high Yah. If he, even if, and to scratch all that, you have to be approved by the most high to have multiple wives. You know what I'm saying? According to, according to um, his inheritance and according to um, how we're supposed to operate with having multiple wives. You're supposed to have land. You're supposed to have money. You're supposed to be able to take care of uh, not only your wife. So I definitely want to bring out Deuteronomy 17 and 17 where it says do not multiply wives unto yourself. Now we know um, also in um, 2 Samuel 12 and 8 that um, David inherited Saul's wives. But we also see later on in David's life when he decides to multiply wives unto himself he didn't give David Bathsheba. And what happened? He lied and ended up killing somebody. It, you know, any, and it's almost like any time someone was led to a polygamous relationship, they ended up sinning. Wow, you know, as I sit and I listen, I'm just like, guys, if you ever really take a journey through the Bible... It is full. You can just turn your televisions off. Leave all the drama behind on that television and just get into the scriptures. Get into the who, what, where, when, and why. I mean, just right now, I'm imagining how much drama they had within their homes in these polygamous unions. Wow. That the most high put the story of you know, these negative experiences with polygamy as an example to our Judah and our tribal men of what not to do, because not every polygamy story ends up that way. Um, for example, Jacob and his wives, you know what I'm saying? Not every, and they, they lived happily and righteously. And then we also have to look at Solomon. He had over 700 wives, over 300 concubines, and it led him into idolatry, it led him into sin. Um, we also had to look at, you know, Jacob, Leah, and uh, Rachel. Problems, you know, Rachel, you know, stealing stuff, um, hiding stuff, lying, jealousy. He didn't want Leah, so she was just left out and hurt. Um, we have to look at um, Abraham with Hagar. He didn't want Hagar, but guess what happened after that whole relationship there? Uh, our ancestor Sarai was beating on her. So, I mean, it causes a lot of drama, just like the sister said. Definitely causes problems in the household. That the most high put the story of was it, um, Paul had two wives, uh, Noah's uh, what was it, Noah's sons had wives and it was all great experiences. I get it. There's always going to be two sides of the coin. But going back to the original question about lust and polygamy is never going to be 
it will never it will never be the end all be all as far as like a solution because on one side of the coin is worldly and the other side is supposed to be righteous definitely causes problems in the household i love that perspective i can definitely understand that point of view um as far as polygamy go i do believe there is a chance of it being righteous given um approval by the most high y'all um you know there are righteous men who are not filled with lust who i believe with the right resources could you know own land and and, and take in multiple wives and live separately from the cities in babylon and take care of them but that's definitely a rare that's like a needle in a haystack type situation um we live in a time where of sodom and gomorrah where lust is running rampant you know where the new norm is um, homosexuality and bestiality and you know uh, men raping children has become consensual so no I don't I don't believe polygamy I don't really believe that polygamy can operate right sis do you mind bringing out the scripture where it says Paul has two wives and Noah's sons have multiple wives as well because Leah and Rachel were feuding the entire time. Leah was upset that uh, Jacob didn't love her at all. Now, he definitely, the Most High definitely blessed her because he saw her pain in this marriage dealing with a man who did not love her. Um, but he blessed her womb. That's why she had so many children. And um, Rachel wasn't getting any children. She was left barren until towards the, until the end of her life because she was acting in wicked, a lot of wickedness during the marriage. Wow, that's, that's pretty damn new to me. Um, I believe it, but wow. Okay. It's <laughs> to show you that even in a righteous household with a righteous man, there was still jealousy, there was still envy, there was still, um, you know, lying to see. There was so much drama. So even with a righteous man, two women... It's going to cause drama. The feud was also so bad that they were throwing their handmaids at him so they could bear children. It was a battle of who could bear the most children. <laughs> okay, um, thanks thanks for showing me that, Asaya. Um, your wife is definitely knowledgeable, and I definitely commend her for that. Um, uh, that was a bit of, that was pretty much my mis- um, a mistake on my end. I did, um... I did hear of Paul having two wives, and me and my wife did double check. Um, we couldn't find anything of like that in that nature, and yeah. But aside from it, um, you know, thanks for the intel. Definitely, think it was pretty cool to see see them talk about it with each other. It wasn't heated. It was one side understanding the other side. It's pretty dope. Okay, so my question is pretty much is, was there anybody in the scriptures who at least had one positive polygamy marriage? You know, that's 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 from me coming from me to like all of you guys. Hey, all oh, praises, brother. Yeah, this is, this is definitely fun. I definitely am enjoying the dialogue. Um, so all praises, man. Um, 
scripture is true. It says iron sharpens iron. So that's what we're all here for, to learn from one another and, you know, uh, get this truth. Um, as far as your last question, was there one positive polygamous relationship? To my knowledge, I can't think of any. Um, some of the main ones, like we always talk about King David, King Solomon. Um, we always talk about our forefather, Jacob. Um, even Abraham and Hagar. All of them had some type of problem in their household when it uh, came to having multiple women under their name. I can't think of one personally, so I'm not going to say there isn't or there is. It would definitely be a miracle to see and discover, though. So um, in my studies, as I continue to learn, I'll, if I see something like that, I'll definitely highlight you, bro. It's, it's interesting because me and my wife, like, we are into um, polygamy and we have definitely, you know, definitely um, discussed and looked upon the things that your wife has said. And yeah, it would it would be cool to see an actual positive form of polygamy. It's hard to these days. It was even hard in the biblical days. But I like to see. But I'm very thankful of what she had did brought out to us. I like to see that as what they did wrong to basically not repeat their mistakes. It's to me it's like a learning curve. You see what your ancestors did wrong just don't do it you know who they look for in a woman to be multiple wives with just don't pick that type of woman just don't pick that type of guy easier said than done but it can be done well okay so you guys have just heard um the different opinions um added with fact and scriptural uh references okay from this amazing um, group of, of people, of young people, um, this is actually two married couples, okay, so now I have something to say, okay, Whew, where do I begin, okay, so first and foremost, I want to pray, <laughs> hallelujah, Father Yah, in the name of Yahusha, your word tells us, that when those that are called by your name humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, then you will hear from heaven and heal their land and they will be your people and you will be their God. Hallelujah. And for this very reason, I am asking right now for your Ruach HaKodesh to speak through me right now concerning this topic because there are some things that need to be rectified, some behaviors that need to um, never be picked back up again. And, um, okay, so with that being said, let's get with the uh, part about Paul. Okay, so I don't know who told my brother that horrible, ugly lie. And it was such a horrible, ugly lie. 
because it is right in the scriptures where Paul himself speaks of his singleness and how it is because of his singleness he is able to serve Yahuwah to the magnitude that he serves him in because he doesn't have to worry about any earthly matters any physical matters fleshly matters as far as you know the well-being of his wife and protecting her and you know being distracted all of his days and his nights was completely totally saturated with Yahuwah's work with um you know being persecuted as a result of you know being someone who worked for Yahuwah and spreading the truth of Yahusha whom he once you know persecuted okay so for that very reason whomever gave you that information they had an ulterior motive Okay, there is a nasty root going out, a nasty weed going out among Judah to bring back the ways and the customs that actually turned the father away from his children. Okay, there were a lot of things that we were doing that just was despicable to him. Okay, so I do want to point out that like, um, brother Asaya and and sister Jen uh the point that they brought out there was not one not one okay polygamous marriage mentioned in the 66 books provided okay after the canonization of the bible there's not one of those uh polygamous unions that was righteous at all not at all okay so usually when uh, people try to use biblical reference um, about other, you know, um, about people that were in polygamous unions. It's only because they want to promote it. They want to promote it, okay? Um, and it is through selfishness. It people can talk a good, great one. Oh, it's righteousness. Oh, it's nation building. Oh, it's kingdom building. If, in fact, you are so um, zealous about building the nation, then just like Brother Isaiah said, okay, your wife can have multiple babies. You guys can get the fertility clock, the fertility calendars, okay, so that you can watch her cycle, know when she's ovulating, and boop, 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 boop. For as many as her body can handle. For as much as you guys can afford. Okay. You can have as many children. As you know the most high wants you to have. Okay. But um, saying you know I'm in love with you. And I'm in love with you too. And we all live in this house together. And you're both my wives. And there's no homosexuality going on. Because this is truly a couple seeking to live righteously. It is still not going to work. When a woman truly loves her man. She becomes one flesh with him. There is no way in the world she is not going to feel some type of way on the inside when sister number two, wife number two comes along and now she's making love with the husband in the house and you're off somewhere watching the kids or cooking or cleaning. Ridiculous, okay? And this is why Yahusha came and 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 instituted the new covenant, the Brit Hadasha, okay, the new agreement between Yahuwah and his people okay there was a new covenant and in this new covenant Mashiach spoke specifically 
okay, about marriage. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to burb, I'll BRB, and I'm going to look up that scripture and I'm going to share it with you guys. Okay, so hold tight and listen to a promo. Okay, this is Aja Bati Alicia, and I stand proud and admit that I just consumed eight mini panda donuts. Yes, I did. And I am not ashamed of the 480 calories that I just put on my body because I'm on my way to the track to work it off. I'll be doing a mile today. Thank you, little Debbie. Thanks a lot. Okay, guys, so I've just was doing some digging around on uh, on the web and stuff like that. So you guys remember when I did say that, um, I believe it was Yahusha who said like one man to one woman and stuff like that. Um, and, and you heard me mention um, Rav Shaul or the Apostle Paul. Okay, so now what Paul uh, did say we can find in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, okay? So if you have your Bibles or your phone apps or whatever, please let's get to 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and let's see what Paul says. Okay, so let me just say first of all, all right, 1 Corinthians is very rich. It is very rich um, and uh, Paul gives a lot of instructions on how relationships should, um, should be operating. Okay, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're a widow or a virgin, he has instructions for you. Okay, some of which the Most High, um, you know, taught on through, you know, other prophets and, and, and men of God. Okay, and then some stuff that just Paul just got from out, from, from himself, from his own understanding. And he was given authority over the early church, okay, over the early formation of the body, okay, he was teaching a lot of converts, okay, there was a lot of people from other nations that through Paul's travels and through his times of persecution and imprisonment, they were converting, so Paul was really predominantly like teaching these people, okay, teaching those people that were not native-born Israelites, okay, some of the people that uh, he would find himself in groups uh, teaching with were native-born Israelites. Like there was a time that you know him and him and Peter, even um, you know they had almost gotten into a fight debating scripture and things of that nature. So anyway, what's my point? My point is some of these things, some of the things in First Corinthians came directly from the mouth of Paul, um, given authority by Yahuwah, and then some of the other stuff you know was actually like you know taught in in the Tanakh and the Torah. So here we go. Now concerning the things about which you wrote to me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman, but because of sexual immoralities, let each man have his own wife and let each wife have her own husband. So what does this mean? Hmm? But because of sexual immoralities, let each man have his own wife and let each woman have her own husband. 
um this sounds like people were just going around being very promiscuous okay we have to remember that there was a lot of sexual sin going on the same way it is going on now um in our day and time it was going on like that back then but so there was a, a certain way that those that were of the righteous were supposed to behave okay so paul was saying you know instead of being like everybody else who's running around sleeping around having all this casual sex let one man take one woman okay let the husband give his wife the affection owed to her and likewise also the wife her husband the affection owed to him the wife doesn't have authority over her own body but the husband does likewise also the husband doesn't have authority over his own body but the wife does don't deprive one another unless it is by consent for a reason that you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer and may t- and may come together again that satan doesn't tempt you because of your lack of self-control what is this lack of self-control the yearning and the desire for intercourse okay so let's just say you know one of the two are fasting right the other one you know feeling like i, I need to, i got some needs they go outside of the home now because you know my wife or my husband is fasting so we can't make love so now i'm gonna go cheat okay so he says listen commit to a time for prayer and fasting and then the two of you come back together to not allow yourselves to be tempted by the wicked one okay but i say by way of concession not of commandment so again this is where he's letting it be known like this is what i'm saying these this is not you know it might not be written in the tanakh it might not be found in the torah okay but this is what i'm saying this is me paul this is not yahusha this is not yahuwah this is paul okay Uh, a man of god hallelujah um and someone who was given spiritual authority verse seven yet i wish that all men were like me however each man has his own gift from yahuwah one of this kind and another of that kind but i say to the unmarried and to the widows it is good for them if they remain even as i am so right here it is impossible for paul to have had two wives okay but if they don't have self-control let them not marry exactly paul wasn't married at all okay um but like he says you know if they can't control themselves then what one man take one woman one woman take one man all right for it is better to marry than to burn with passion but to the married i command not i but the lord that the wife not leave her husband but if she departs let her remain unmarried or else be reconciled to her husband and that the husband not leave his wife but to the rest i not the lord say if any brother has an unbelieving wife and she is content to live with him let him not leave her the woman who has an unbelieving husband and he is content to live with her let her not leave her husband 
for the unbelieving husband is sanctified in the wife and the unbelieving wife is sanctified in the husband otherwise your children would be unclean but now they are holy yet if the unbeliever departs let there be separation the brother or sister is not under bondage in such case but Yah has called us in peace For how do you know, wife, whether you will save your husband? Or how do you know, husband, whether you will save your wife? Only as the Lord has distributed to each man, as Yah has called each, so let him walk. So I command in all the assemblies. Why, I'm sorry, was anyone called having been circumcised? Let him not become uncircumcised. Has anyone been called uncircumcised? Let him not become circumcised. Circumcision is nothing and uncircumcision is nothing. But what matters is keeping Yah's commandments. Bottom line, okay, because I know this might sound like it's going off topic. Bottom line, Paul says, whatever condition you find yourself in when you begin your ministry work, stay that way. And he was saying this for a specific reason and a specific season, okay? Back then, because of all of the persecution, okay, it was easier not to take on a wife, not to have a family. They were literally like, you know, persecuting you and and torturing and raping and killing and beating our people okay so if you wanted to keep the testimony of Mashiach you didn't want to bite the bacon you didn't want to worship the idol they was getting through to your kids so Paul was saying because of the work and because of the time that it was better to stay single okay but um not getting off topic there was no way that Paul himself had two wives because he didn't even have one okay Um, And then let us also visit and see what Yahusha had to say concerning marriage, okay? So I found something very interesting online, and it says, Does Yahusha contradict the Old Testament on polygamy? You guys, I think you have just heard a mouthful, okay? So go ahead and take a break. I'm going to actually burb and uh, listen up after I pay these bills. And mind you, let me just say this as well. I know you guys are going to hear me say this a thousand times. And I'll say it a thousand more. Iron sharpens iron. When I first did this podcast a few months ago, I was kind of pro-polygamy. I had heard it discussed um, in different forums throughout the nation, okay? And, And I was like, hey, all right, you know. And mind you, I was actually estranged from my husband, okay, for nearly three years. Um, and I was kind of leaning towards maybe polygamy will help us, you know, we get back together. Um, so anyway, after having this discussion with, um, with the team, 
My views have changed. I've actually seen scripture that opened up to me in a different way. And so now uh, concerning polygamy, yay or nay, I'd have to say nay. It ain't for me. All right, guys, I'm out of here.